1: I'm Arlene Bynum for Alex Pearson. We have some breaking news. It's been a while, but now ISIS has released what it says is a new audio message from its leader. And in the message, there is a call to arms saying now is a test from Allah. They need to stick together. Canada is mentioned and there is a call for further attacks. Certainly, this is always concerning. It's even more concerning after we have watched recent violence a van attack, a a mass shooting in the city of Toronto, and joining me as we try to get some perspective on this breaking news as we bring it to you is David Harris, who is an intelligence expert with Insignia Strategic Research. David, welcome. How are you? Thanks. All right, David, what do you make of this? They put these things out, but it's not often Canada is mentioned. Canada was mentioned back in 2014.
0: Yes, yes. And, of course, we've got multiple difficulties. Uh, Osama bin Laden had uh, targeted a handful of countries, and uh, Canada was the only one at that time that hadn't actually ultimately been struck. So, uh, you know, that was the al-Qaeda side, and we're still conjuring with that. In this regard, we know that we have the basic problem of so many individuals, including any number who were resident in Canada at one point, having gone out to ISIS's primary theater of operations, namely the Iraq-Syria Front, and a great concern for some time that some of those people may be returning to Canada and other Western countries, certain of them with the aim of inflicting damage on our countries. This kind of announcement, coupled with the record of some success that ISIS has had striking Europe in particular, should raise some pretty serious concerns.
1: All right. You know, they were also claiming responsibilities. They claim responsibility for the shooting on the for So far, we have not had any official um, record from the police that there was a terror link there. Do we know, David, is there a correlation between these kind of calls and what really happens?
0: Again, a pretty mixed bag. There were phases, I think, particularly early on when some of the uh, ISIS-affiliated media, as we might dignify it, uh, would make certain claims, and for a while, I think the claims seem to be reasonably reliable. However, in the more recent period, I really don't know that one could claim they are reliable. They may constitute as much as anything else an effort on the part of ISIS terrorist leadership to try to provide some morale encouragement for what looks at least again in Iraq and Syria to be a failing cause. But again, you know, they have some substantial terroristic achievements to their credit, and hundreds of dead bodies piled up in Europe are a profound attestation to that fact.
1: You know, we haven't seen Baghdadi in a long time. I guess the last time publicly, 2014. Some even believe that he was dead. What do we know about him?
0: Yes, and this is again where you have all of these uncertainties, a the kind of miasma which makes uh, the defense side of this whole coin all the more difficult mm-hmm. to manage. The general understanding seemed to have been that al-Baghdadi may have been injured perhaps seriously after uh, some of the Western attacks, uh, I think actually aviation-based attacks some time ago. He appeared to have gone fairly quiet in the aftermath of that. but. There would never seem to be fully reliable evidence that he had uh, died or otherwise gone fully out of action. This would be a pretty important signal, if it can be confirmed, that he's still very much in business and that presumably some of his network may still be in in existence and potent.
1: Now, in the speech, uh, he apparently suggested again the Islamic State was behind some recent attacks in Canada and in Europe. What happens, David? What is your knowledge of what authorities are doing, um, what surveillance is available? I mean, we've seen uh, attacks with um, vehicles. He's calling her for vehicular attacks. Is that connected to chatter or are we into another era where we do not know who's affected by these calls?
0: Well, it is very complicated, and in some ways it goes to broader questions like radicalization, counter-radicalization, deprogramming and reprogramming people. Uh, This seems to be a growth industry in many ways, but if this individual uh, terrorist audience is or perspective audience uh, would include people uh, within our own communities, who uh, might tend to find calls to kill their fellow neighbors uh, or infidel neighbors, uh, a call that has some resonance, then suddenly uh, you can see that you're on the superhighway to real trouble in some of our own cities and so on. You don't have to go through the inconvenience of sending people actually from far afield over to Canada to cause trouble, and that's the kind of thing that is extremely worrying. We've got examples, as you well know, in Canada of people who responded to calls of this general kind. I think 2014 provided us with some pretty clear examples uh, when we had the two uh, Canadian Armed Forces officers murdered in our streets. And uh, that attempt, uh, the follow on attempt on uh, Parliament itself. Uh, that could have been, that latter episode, uh, an enormous catastrophe uh, and uh, history making one, given the vulnerability in that case of uh, some of the political parties and political personalities who were meeting just feet from the site of the parliamentary attack. So, all of this is extremely disturbing. And I don't think there's any real and sustained confidence on the part of those who are familiar with what's going on in some of the counter radicalization processes available, a lot of people, to put it br- harshly, mm-hmm. are making money. But I don't really know whether these systems are have working. Been out.
1: Are mm. working? You know, I'm, yeah. I wanted to ask you. I mean, you and I have been talking about terrorism yeah, for such a long time, probably mm-hmm. since nine eleven. David, what do you make of where we are? Here we have uh, this message. If it is from Baghdadi, well, whoever it is, seems to be calling for this action. It's getting attention around the world. We have a new focus, a new way that these terrorist attacks are being expressed. We have a, sometimes a robust conversation in this country about how, what kind of attention we're doing. As you just mentioned, in your opinion, these uh, rehabilitations uh, programs perhaps don't work. Where are we now? as compared to years ago, when we get this kind of a of a tape that's released with a call for attacks? What's our risk?
0: Well, I think it's uh, tended to increase because the various enemy elements, and here we're just talking mm-hmm. about Islamist extremism and terrorism. Mm-hmm. There, of course, there are other varieties that the authorities have to deal with and expend resources on. But just focusing on this, which is, as far as we can make out, the major one today, um, Who knows where this leads? We have made things all the more complicated uh, by an invincible refusal on the part of pretty well all political parties to meaningfully take a look at such things as our immigration intake. We have in per capita terms uh, uh, probably more than two and a half times the number of immigrants coming into the country that the United States has, and we know how concerned they are about their security. And we also know, of course, that any number of immigrants are absolutely fine contributors to the country. But there is no possible way I can imagine that you can bring in, what's the current level, 305,000 people each and every year uh, and meaningfully provide the kind of screening that's necessary. And remembering, too, that even the sort of screening we might be talking about to the extent that it focuses on extremism and terrorism, doesn't deal with the hugely important issue, uh, one mm-hmm. that really holds the fate of the country, of um, the ideological radicalism that can be imported and quietly be propagated within families we don't know mm-hmm. until you have trouble. So that's where I think the philosophy always was to limit the intake. So you have a slow but steady intake for The necessary, so really important skills requirements, and you don't complicate your life with some of the transactional stability, security, and economic costs that we are now imposing upon ourselves.
1: David Harris, once again, here we are talking about this. Thank you for joining me tonight. Really appreciate
0: it, David. Thanks, Sylvie. You take care. All right.
1: David Harris, intelligence expert with Insignia Strategic Research. And there we have. I really can't tell you how many situations uh, that we have talked about. Unfortunately, we're bringing you this news that the ISIS leader is appearing to call for attacks on Canada. It's a new audio recording. There has not been one for some time. And we are bringing you the breaking details. I'm Marlene Bonin for Alex Pearson.